0: You know a lot about golf.
1: Well, we're waiting.
0: And that music means that even though it is a new year, a brand new year, you are still listening to the second best golf show in the world, number you know one why? in the States.
2: Because we are better.
0: Yeah, and all bit. the other
2: people, <laughs> than all the other people, except one. That's right. <laughs> That's how it happened.
0: And we are going to tout that to, to the rooftops uh, all, all year long here on those weekend golf guys. I'm John Ashton in studio. He is Jeff Smith, Timbergate Golf Course in Edinburgh, Indiana. And uh, one of uh, one of the golf magazine top 100 teachers, which which means he is in great demand. Uh, Not only do people in the Edinburgh, Indiana area who could, you know, like walk to the course and take advantage, but you got folks like flying in private jets and stuff.
2: It's kind of crazy, honestly. Um, So I had two people today. From Virginia. Mm -hmm. I had two people. That was it. I work with two people all day. All day. Because they flew in from Virginia and they got Mm -hmm. here last night. Okay. And they're flying out tomorrow morning.
0: Okay. It's crazy. So, but you're, you're doing this now. So obviously the, the day long lessons doesn't come with a complimentary dinner or anything like that. No cocktail hour. (laughs) No,
2: this, this one was, um, show up at, show up at nine. Uh, we did go out to lunch, which I did not have to pay for. That was good. Yeah. Um, we went down to the local, uh, better than fast food place down the road Mm -hmm. and um when then we we knocked off at 6 p.m cool so it was uh a full day and entertainment plus
0: how many strokes do you think they've taken off their scores now
2: i would say one of them was probably about 12 Uh, the other one's probably six to eight very cool yeah very cool yeah yeah it was it was a pretty interesting thing so um, they, they contacted me a couple, three weeks ago and, uh, we set up a date and they said, okay, we'll be there.
0: All right. Uh, the, uh, the last question is of course, private or commercial
2: just based on the equipment and the clothing private.
0: <laughs> 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 yeah. Hey, we got more. We'll be right back. Hang on. We are those weekend golf guys. You know, an awful lot of golf courses stayed open during the whole COVID thing. But it's not just golf courses. A lot of businesses worked hard to stay open. And if you're one of those companies that stayed open during COVID, I have some great news for you. Government funds are available to reward companies who stayed open during that challenging time. It's not a loan. You don't have to pay it back. Your hard work to stay open could qualify you for up to $26,000 per employee at refundsasap.com. That's refundsasap.com. You heard that right. Up to $26,000 per employee. This program is complicated, but nobody knows more about it than the tax experts at RefundsASAP.com. You pay nothing up front. They do all the work. Then they share a percentage of the cash they get you. Businesses of all types, including nonprofits and churches, can qualify, including those who took PPP loans. If you have five or more employees, let RefundsASAP.com help you get up to $26,000 per employee. Visit RefundsASAP.com. That's RefundsASAP.com. RefundsASAP.com. Those Weekend Golf Guys, I'm John Ashton. He is Jeff Smith. And uh, this whole... Uh, New year's resolution thing the only resolution I've made for the past 20 years is not to make any resolutions
2: because which is in and of itself a re- resolution so how can you is. really say that that's but it's a case.
0: resolution I can keep
2: <laughs> okay, I get it. I vow to give up chocolate or pizza or cheeseburgers or yeah. steak <laughs> yeah that's not lasting 30 seconds with no. me
0: no, it sure isn't no I vow to give up I this year, I'm going to give up eating Brussels sprouts.
2: Yeah. Uh huh. You know what? Every year for Lent, I give up drinking whiskey and eating watermelons. So there, that's just the same.
0: Uh-huh. It definitely <laughs> is. Just as an aside, and you know, we digress. And if you haven't been with us long, we, we digress a lot because we do it oh so well. But uh, last summer, you know what?
2: it's last part of the show, part right. of the fun.
0: Last summer, I was in Huntington, West Virginia. And I was eating at a very nice restaurant in Huntington, West Virginia. And I said that to someone and they said, "Wow, I didn't know they had any very nice restaurants in Huntington, West Virginia. (laughs) Strangely enough, they do. I had a Caesar salad and this, this very, very attractive young woman came up after we were eating and introduced herself as the owner of this very nice restaurant in Huntington, West Virginia. Oh yeah, And said that uh, she asked how I liked the sound. I said it was probably one of the more delicious Caesar salads I had ever had. And she said, thank you. It's a new recipe. We're using toasted Brussels sprouts. And I went, thank you for not telling me prior to eating it. Because <laughs> 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 then I never would have tried it. However, <laughs> I find that when people now ask me, how do you like Brussels sprouts? I will tell them toasted on a Caesar
2: salad. I thought you were going to say I had a Caesar salad with Somebody, and they said, a two Brute? Yeah.
0: <laughs> no, man, that would be corny. And you come on, me. you're
2: known for that. It's like, it's like your middle name.
0: <laughs> oh, man. So have you had numerous people come to you, uh, maybe that got Christmas gifts, as you have often counseled people to give the gift of golf, tee times, right. gift certificates in pro shops, or basically golf lessons? So have people that you've seen around the club and have never come to ask for a lesson shown up asking for lessons because lo and behold, they got some for Christmas.
2: Yep. Yes, as a matter of fact, I have. I got some phone calls a couple of days after Christmas. You know, you get these and they're excited because you see the gift of golf lessons means that they did not admit that they needed them. And they are just calling because someone gave them a the gift of a lesson and they thought, okay, let's go take the lesson. Let's go talk.
0: Wouldn't want to waste it after all, right?
2: No. As a matter of fact, I gave one of those yesterday. Guy comes and calls me on the 28th and we book it for yesterday, comes in and he was not sure what he wanted out of the golf lesson, but it was a gift. So he said, okay. So I just started talking about him and talking about golf to him. And he started to talk about some of the things that had always perplexed him about grips okay. and the size of his hands, the size of the grip, should he have midsize, size oversize, undersized, regular size, one hand built up more than the other. So it fits. And so I went through this thing with him that I do that is part of my fitting process. And I got out different grip sizes And it turns out that he had fairly large hands and regular standard size men's golf grips that tapered down as most golf grips do. So which means that he was always fiddling around with his hands and club because his hands were somewhat engulfing the shaft, just swallowing it up. It was Mm -hmm. like a little toothpick in his hands. Mm -hmm. So what I did is I put a larger golf grip in his hands. And then, you know, I found a club that had that grip on there, but I found a grip that was not tapered down for his right hand, for his lower hand, right? The right. regular right handed golfer and the hand is lower than the one on, on the club than it is the left. Mm-hmm. And so what happened was is he found out that it fit better in his hands. And he stopped fumbling his fingers around the shaft to try to get a good feel because he already had it it filled up his hands. Mm -hmm. And so I went and took that grip off the little stick that they come on and I put it on one of his clubs. I got out his eight iron and said, do I have your permission to take your grip off? And he said, well, yeah, as we talked about a few other things, as the grip was drying on there, so he could actually hit it. We delved into a couple of other things about why he was squeezing the club And his club would always come in facing to the right. And it had a lot to do with the fact that he was always fidgeting and fumbling around with his club. And then he got it in a place where he always felt like he had to be squeezing it. Mm -hmm. And when he squeezes it, then his lead arm his left arm would then be pulling on the club. And his club face was pointed to the right. As it ran into the golf ball Mm -hmm. turns out, the grip comes back, you know, it's dried out now and down. we got his eight iron in his hand and a few moments have passed. And then all of a sudden I say, okay, let's just hit a few soft pitch shots with this new grip. And I didn't change his hand positions or his location or anything, but his grip fit in his hands better. And next thing you know, he's hitting these beautiful pitch shots with his eight iron. And I said, okay, well, let's start making him say longer than pitch shots. Let's go up to half swing shots. And boom, they went straight. Had a few of those. And then we said, okay, let's go to three-quarter swing shots. And boom, they all went straight. <laughs> and then he said, okay, so let me guess. Here we go with the full swing shots, and boom, they're going to go straight. And guess what?
0: They went straight. Boom, they
2: went straight. <laughs> <laughs> and he looked at me and he said, it can't be that simple. And I said, sometimes it is. <laughs> so in the, the first 25 minutes of the golf lesson, I gave him zero information, but I gave him something that made it work. Yeah. And so all of his clubs were like were undersized grips for him.
0: Right. Right.
2: And so he knows what he's going to go out and buy. So it was a very worthwhile gift to him for that reason alone.
0: Right. Definitely. One caveat though. Can I throw out now? Yeah. Cause right. I can see a lot of guys with large hands going, well, maybe that's my problem. I'm going to go out and buy a whole new
2: set of bigger grips. Uh, get them fit. Yeah. Go to somebody who knows that's, what they're doing.
0: Exactly. That was the point I was going to make.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Cause because it may
2: or may all not be the, the problem. time. Right. Not all the time. Will that be the solution to a problem? But in this gentleman's case, I filled up his hands and then he was no longer squeezing Right, and the grip positions that he had were functional, yeah. which means that when he uncocked his wrist to get the club head down to the ball, otherwise known as the term release, mm-hmm. right? When he did it, his hands were no longer strangling the club. His wrists were no longer tense his elbow was no no longer pulling away his left elbow was no longer pulling away from his body pulling on the handle of the club because there was no tension Mm -hmm. because the grip fit yeah and all of a sudden his right hand and wrist could uncock and straighten out the shaft and get the club to come into the back of the golf ball facing forward and all of a sudden it worked so well for this gentleman now I said no words of instructional things, but what I did was let him physically get better. Mm-hmm. But I started him with pitching because pitching with an eight iron means you're not going to squeeze the club and you're not going to swing it hard. And then his hands softened up. Yeah. They fit better. His hand softened up. So no forearm tension. He hit some of those and they all went straight. So he knew that that action was straightening out the face. And then we stepped it up to the larger one and it went a little bit bigger and a little bit faster, but yet he still understood that his wrists still had to work because there was no tension. And then they did and the ball took off straight again. Yeah. Yeah. So he really got it without me teaching him with, words of technique
0: he got it by by cause and effect basically or or effect first
2: well yeah and and he he got it by the feel as well feel john is is what i like to call it, it's, it's physical understanding
0: yeah let's delve into that a little a little more in depth and we'll come right back because we're gonna take a quick break here we're all this weekend golf guys we'll be right back You know what it's like you get to about the 15th 16th hole and man you're tired your swing isn't quite as forceful that contact is nowhere near as crisp you have lost your energy that's why guys who play professionally carry energy bars and drinks and things in their bag we have one for you to try it's brand new product it's called hole in one bars and hole is spelled w-h-o-l-e and they are taking strokes off everyone's game. Hole-in-one bars from Brickhouse Nutrition were formulated by a doctor to boost healthy, stable 18-hole energy. No jitters and no crash. More importantly, they sharpen your focus and they shave strokes off your game. You can take the Hole-in-one bars challenge, that's hole, W-H-O-L-E, switch from your energy bar or drink to Hole-in-one bars and see improvement in your game instantly. Let's get you started with 15% off your first order. Visit holeinonebar.com. That's W-H-O-L-E-I-N-O-N-E-B-A-R.com. Promo code is weekend. holeinonebar.com. Promo code weekend. There are two flavors you can choose from. Vanilla, honey, almond, which is delicious, and then the chocolate berry. I mean, need I say more? Chocolate. And these will not melt. These will not fall apart. These will not disintegrate. Holeinonebar.com. Promo code and we are back those weekend golf guys i'm john ashton he is jeff smith golf magazine top 100 instructor coach teacher whatever term you want to use stick with him and you're going to get more better that's the way it works but well, he was just talking about the feel in the last segment Feel plays such an important part
2: in this game man sure it does i mean i get a bunch of people come you know, and they, and they don't want instruction because they're feel players. Mm. They're assuming that I'm going to position them and manipulate them to death. Right. Right. Oh no, no, I can't do that. I'm, I'm a feel player. We're all feel players, John. We all have the sensation of what's going on. If we are paying attention to what our body's telling us, all of us are feel players Mm-hmm. we feel our swing we feel our body we feel our turn we feel our legs pushing and our feet pushing into the ground we feel our hands on the club we feel it sling the club head around our bodies we feel all that uh, we feel impact yes so everybody out there who's afraid to take a golf lesson because you're a field player what you're effectively saying is i'm afraid that you're going to give me some information that is going to screw me up and that's my step that's my sentence to say, go away, teacher, I'm a field player in that sentence is a way that says, I don't want information. I don't want something that can help me get better. Because I want to just sense this on my own. Yeah. I don't and,
0: feel like taking a lesson right now.
2: Right. And so sometimes my my mind says inside of my head, <laughs> how's that going for you? <laughs> but I don't let that fly out of my mouth too often.
0: <laughs> that you know, surprises me. But go on.
2: <laughs> I, look, most of the time, it's in the conversation that I want to be in instead of just ending the conversation is well, that true. right there. will certainly do it right.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> I'm a feel player. Really? How's it been treated? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, the, it, it's interesting, but when I use the word feel for people, I mentioned it in the previous segment, I'm trying to get all my players to feel what's going on because when they feel it, that's a physical understanding of what they're performing. Their body gets it and their brain gets it. And so, a lot of times it's really good to give them a feel that really they resonate with that they can get. That is the feeling of success. Mm-hmm. And sometimes they feel it in their hands and arms. And sometimes they feel it in their legs. So <laughs> sometimes the feel is in their posture and their, and their chest rotation. hmm. Some of those things are just the feeling of things that impact, you know, the, the thing that used to be shanky and clanky.
0: Mm-hmm. There's now that
2: down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and so those are feels and I really want people to have feels. I want them to understand, physically understand what did it feel like to feel in balance and what did it feel like to feel off balance? hmm What was it like to be too much toward your toes? What was it like to be too much toward your heels? Because if you start heelish, I'll bet you won't stay there. I'll bet you drift forward toward the balls of your feet. and Now you're moving toward the ball too much. And now all of a sudden you're about to feel shanky and clanky. Mm
0: -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. There's, there's a, a a point uh, after you've, taking a few lessons from Jeff and and you you're cognizant of some of the things that he tries to make you aware of while you are playing golf so that you can, should you get shanky and clanky, you will be able to say, Oh, I got shanky and clanky because a B or C. Yeah, Uh, that's right. The way you feel. And it's, it, it works so well. You, you hit a bad shot and you go, well, I know exactly why that happened. Because I felt, I felt my legs out of place. I felt my body turn, uh, how do you say out of rhythm, um, you know, with my arms, I, 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 yeah. I didn't feel together. It was, it was just, and you, you sit there and you can fix
2: it on your own. Yeah. And you know, when you realize what in sync and out of sync feels like,
1: mm-hmm.
2: you know, like you said, sometimes you can feel it in your arms. Like your arms started to outrace your body. Yeah. Yeah. And the, and the sequence of events was off, you know, I call it the athletic sequence because everybody can understand what that is. You start, you know, you get it up the top and then your lower body starts to move and twist toward the target and then your torso does and then your shoulders and your arms and hands work. And it's in the always in that order when things are successful.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: But when they get out of that order, generally speaking, you're not so successful. The people that get their arms and hands working a little bit too soon, then they get shanky and clanky.
0: hmm. They do indeed.
2: Those, by the way, are the nasty twins,
1: Shanky and Planky, <laughs> yes. right?
0: Yeah. So, you know, <laughs> I with them, I believe.
2: <laughs> right. Yeah, Some people, but, unfortunately, play golf with them. <laughs> yeah, it's it's so
0: you know. Getting back to the feel thing, though, it's it's if you play by feel, it's it's the best thing, really. Because you're able, like I said, you're able to adjust, you're able to self diagnose basically when something just doesn't feel right. Once, first, before you can do that though, you do have to become totally cognizant and familiar with what the feel, the right feel is for you, how it feels when you hit the the perfect shot or the good shot. Exactly.
2: So I'm asking a lot of players to tell me what they feel and what they have going on in their head when things go well. Cause we want to use that as a benchmark. Mm-hmm. And then I want them to identify the feels and their awareness of things when things are not going well so they can realize, okay, I need to get back to these other feels. I wonder how that started. And usually, generally speaking, those you Getting back to those feels has a lot to do with posture, balance, ball position. Mm-hmm. Because, John, every time you have made a practice swing through the air, it feels good. Yeah. Because you're not trying to swing through a specific place where a ball could be and make it go toward a target you're just making a balanced golf swing right so that means that if we write the ship on the balance and posture and ball position then your best in balance swing can go through that place and your feels will be good Mm -hmm. and you won't be playing golf with the nasty twins
0: i would venture to say that this would probably be the number one reason to get to a golf course an hour or so early so that you can take that little bag of balls out to the practice tee, set them down and just feel how it feels as you're swinging your clubs through the bag, make sure it
2: feels Uh-oh. right. It is truly a new year. <laughs> a you new have league. turned over <laughs> the leaf completely. You brought it up all by yourself. Bousing, okay. showing up early and hitting balls to go get the feel. Mm-hmm. And you even use the word practice and it rolled off your tongue <laughs> like you've done it forever. Well, and when I use it as an
0: adjective, like the practice T that's that's easy when it becomes a verb, like I need to practice. That's when it comes out with difficulty.
2: Yeah. (laughs) This is beautiful folks. You're, you are listening to a first in radio history. It is now 2023. It is year 13 of John and I doing this together. And he has now succumbed to the pressure and is now espousing practice himself.
0: I know, man.
2: Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> we have a record-setting program here today, folks. I don't know how we're going to go on and go reach higher heights than we have at this moment. There's so the nowhere man. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh.
0: Hey Ollie, you happy to know that uh, I had my uh, my fifth and final knee injection today.
2: Oh really? Hurt like
0: hell. But uh, it's okay. Does I didn't know there's this is a little capsule inside your knee or around your knee? Yeah. That, that kind of keeps everything there and it hurts when a needle punctures at.
2: Oh. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> it does, eh? Mhm.
0: Mm-hmm but they can't get that extra fluid in there without puncturing the little hole first. So,
2: oh, well. So Isn't that go, nice to know?
0: Yeah, I go back in 6 weeks and see if I can play golf again.
2: Good. The question is can you kick? <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have to put going to have to put another club in the bag to replace the foot wedge, which is not going to be working anymore, okay?
2: <laughs> yeah, that's a good thing, right? Yeah, oh, good yeah. thing it's radio.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> but exactly, uh,
0: but that that's a, a, another thing too. Is is you want to talk about feel? It's you know it shouldn't hurt to play this game. No, you it know? shouldn't.
2: But a lot of people hurt just because they hurt.
0: Yeah, true, true. But a lot of times, pain can be a, a just a way of your body telling you you're doing it wrong, you know?
2: Yeah. Very possible. Yeah. Um, Because if you're off balance or if some joint is out of position, then your body's not going to flow very well with a club in your hand to make that move. Right. And um, you know, that's just something that everybody has to kind of figure out for themselves. You know, there's a lot of people out there right now, John, that are listening to a program thinking, well, what's proper? I'm like, well, what? <laughs> the question is, what way can your body move without pain? <laughs> right. Well, for some of us, it ain't. <laughs> right. In that case, we look at what's the least amount of pain. <laughs> right. Right. Because we know you're going to play golf anyway.
0: That's it. That's it. That's, you know, just forget the pain, damn the torpedoes, full speed ahead. We've got more and we will uh, indulge you with it. Or you can indulge us, whichever. Uh, just stick around and there'll be some indulgences coming up after this break. We are those we take off, guys. Don't go. Away.
3: The bigger your 401k, the better your retirement, right? to retiring with confidence and it's yours free with one call don't risk a lifetime of work building your retirement this little known retirement protection plan could safeguard your wealth and boost your retirement up to 40 percent for your free copy of guarantee your retirement by josh melberg call now call 800-804-3595 that's 800-804-3595 800-804-3595
0: Of course we have a Facebook page. Facebook.com slash golf guys. We would love it if you were to go there and like us. Just go there and interact with us. Facebook.com slash golf guys. Uh, it is us, John Ashton here, Jeff Smith there, Timbergate Golf Course, uh, Edinburgh, Indiana, one of golf magazine's top one hundred teachers. You can reach him. You can reach him through Jeff Smith uh, also uh, Jeff Smith Golf Instruction on the Instagram.
2: They call it the gram these days. They now. do if they're cool. If they're and we're not, so we no. call it Instagram because we we're trying to actually Instagram. tell people what is this. <laughs> <laughs> actually, we understand our primary de- demographic and they're adults.
0: I, I had to uh, text my uh, my daughter a question about some technology on my iPhone today, and she responded kind of snarkily, you know, like, no. I'm I'm a millennial and my dad is stupid. I've got to teach him how to use electronics. So I reminded her that I was the one that taught her how to use a spoon.
1: So,
0: uh, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I know that probably you know a lot of us uh, look at ourselves and we say, hey, we need to improve. We need to improve somewhere. We need to lose weight. We need to be more cognizant of our mate's needs. We need to get better at golf. Like I said earlier, this is the year you're going to break. Insert your number here. And Mm -hmm. we are here for you to help you do that. No matter what that number is, it is breakable simply by paying attention to how to do the things you need to do in this game to hit better shots. I'm not going to say how to do things right. I'm going to say how you need to do things to hit better shots.
2: Well, there you go, because you're now making another great stride in our radio broadcast history (laughs) by getting away from the correct versus incorrect messaging. Like, what do I got to do to get better is a way better saying then, what do I got to do to be right? Mm-hmm. Is this the right way? Is this the wrong way? Am I wrong with this? Honestly, you know, there's a lot of people in the world swinging the club well, repeatedly and powerfully. And we can make that thing go where we want. So that's just a matter of figuring out what does this person need to do? Instead of to say correct this, please.
0: I mean, the bottom right. line is is what you need to do is you need to make sure that when that club makes contact with that ball, that ball is in the right place, in the center of the club face, and the club face is is aimed at the target. You know, if you want to say that that's the right thing to do, then you can say that's the right thing to do. Jeff might argue with you, but I'll let you slide because I'm nicer than he is. But how well, you, you get, think so? How you get to that point varies person to person. There is no right way to get to that point.
2: There is a way that we're trying to get as close to the target as possible with that golf ball, Mm -hmm. which does mean that we really don't need our angles to be too far different from each other. You know, that one that swings the club toward the target and that Mm -hmm. one that has the club face facing the target. Yeah, we're not trying to get those too far apart from each other. And we're not trying to get those two things too far off target either but if it is repeatable and powerful and i can all i need to do is make it accurate well we're in really good shape indeed so let's say john that you could actually repeat it Mm -hmm. and it wasn't far different from the club face facing direction to the traveling direction and all i had to do is kind of aim it oh we're in really good shape
0: like if all you had to do is to point out where in that swing arc the golf ball should be when it meets the club face.
2: Yeah, right. That'd be kind of nice, wouldn't it?
0: And and when you make that adjustment, suddenly, Viola, yeah. things change drastically.
2: Or even voila.
0: Voila. <laughs> <laughs> I don't speak French too
2: well. <laughs> so as we think about some things being simple, that means that we're being aware That there are different ways going about it. And people have said, oh, so that means you're just gonna let me do whatever I want to. No, there are things that are repeatable and powerful, and there are things that are sort of random and not so powerful. I keep people away from the random and not so powerful and head them down the road of the repeatable and powerful and make it accurate. Sometimes I'm working with somebody who is built differently than I am or you are. Maybe it's somebody, for example, with one arm. When I work with someone who is one of our wounded veterans, uh, and work with somebody who has arm or leg or hand or whatever, or they've got some sort of physical thing going on that is not the same as the rest of us, then all of a sudden, everybody goes, Oh, well, yeah, for this person, you clearly couldn't do this, that other thing. And that's the only time they get out of their mindset of what it's supposed to be. Mm. As soon as there's a, a visual of an impossibility for it to be that way, right? Teach golf to a lot of folks that are unable to hold the club with both hands because maybe they only have one or maybe they have one that doesn't work so well. So what are we doing? Improvising. We're working within the framework of what we have. And that is the time when everybody would go, oh, yeah, okay, yeah, you got to do something different there. Yeah, you actually have to do something different with every single human being. Right. Right. Exactly. Because they are always a bunch of variables, so we have to do different things. Yeah, and have to figure it out.
0: I mean, it's different. You're, you're you've got you know some six two athletic dude out there playing golf is going to do attack the ball one way, and some six two older dude who hasn't seen his feet in twenty years won't yeah. be able to do the same things.
2: Well, I had two guys today, and they were there all day, and they understood why. I was going to say one thing to one guy and I would never say it to the other guy. And I would do it, and they're both in the room. And I said, This is why this would work for you, but it would be awful for you, as I turned to the other guy.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Right? And they both understood it because they knew what I was doing, I was figuring each of them out. So their minds were going on with it right away going, okay, there is no one way because there's two of us in the room. And he's very clearly pointing out to us that I am different than this guy. Right. And the heights are different. The arm lengths are different. The the joint structures are different. The range of motion are different. The strengths are different. So I've got one guy had really powerful legs and the other guy did not. Guess who hit the ball farther?
0: The guy who did not have powerful legs.
2: No, the, <laughs> no guy the guy who had guy really continued. powerful legs, Yes. right? Guess why? Because he could generate more force, right? Right. But the guy with really twiggy legs. We couldn't really get him to go hit it very hard.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Got to move very fast, but he didn't have a lot of oomph behind right. it, right? He didn't uh, pack a punch, so to speak.
0: Speed can kind of make up for lack of oomph.
2: Um, it's it, it, yes and no. Okay. So if there's really not a lot of mass and force behind something it really doesn't pack the punch right so let's say that your golf ball could hit get hit by a feather moving at 100 miles an hour or a brick at 100 miles an hour which ball is going farther the brick clearly because it's got more it's packing more punch isn't it mm mm-hmm. mhm Right. So there is a certain amount of that that we're paying attention to. Okay. But everybody delivers it differently. I got them both extra club head speed by a lot. I got them both extra ball speed by a lot because I got them to hit it in the center of the face. Mm-hmm. And I got them to square the face to where they were swinging. So it was a direct blow to the golf ball. I got them both to point their swings where they needed to for the ball to start and stay on target. But yet neither of them wound up looking anything like the other. One guy wound up being, let's call it open to the target by a little bit, kind of like the golfers in history, kind of like Lee Trevino opened up, Mm -hmm. Right because he was swinging to the right of his body with more force. Okay. So I figured that out and started aiming him a little left. So the line that he could swing forcefully repeatedly was down the target line. I did that by orienting his body to the left and the other guy, he was a much more powerful sort of guy, but he was swinging across his body line instead of away from his body. So him, I aimed a little right. So that way he was, when he swung across his body line to the left, I'm shifted into the right. So that powerful swing could head down more toward the target. Mm -hmm. So oddly enough, I have two guys in front of me and neither of them have anything in common in the golf swing. (laughs) And in the day, both of them got better and both of them understood why they should be different from each other. And they were able to go help them help each other because they're, they're golf buddies.
0: Yeah. And one can run over for the other. That's that's another thing too, that a lot of people, excuse me, a lot of people, I've seen this over my golfing career. They think that they need to change their swing, not their stance.
2: Yeah. There's so many people who are rigid and they say, Oh, well, I know that golf says that I have to stand parallel to my target line. Right. And then I have to move differently. And so one of the conversations that I have with this topic is, is a lot like, all right, let's go see how long your golf swing takes, John. So I record the golf swing and you see it. When I play it back, I put a little electronic timer on the swing. And when it takes less than a second to go from ball to top of the swing. And then it takes a quarter of a second from top of the swing back down to the ball. And you're dealing with less than a second and a quarter for the whole thing. I ask one question. So you're telling me that in order to, to change what's going on here, you have to stay in the same place and try to move differently within that amount of time. And really succeed, and they look at me and go, "Oh, uh.
1: <laughs>
2: well, now that you put it like that, yeah, definitely." Because, <laughs> because I'm basically saying to them, "You're asking an awful lot of yourself, right? Yeah, you are. Right, you're asking an awful lot to do it once. Now try to repeat that again and again and again, and it ain't going to happen. Yeah, right." Yeah. So it'd be far better to find out what angles of the body we should set you at, and then push the green button and let you move in that manner. Mm-hmm. Yeah, move instead the way of move. trying to move differently from the exact same static position. Yeah, that's tough.
0: Yeah, I mean, tough You know, if if we could make those thought processes happen <clears throat> within that time frame, we'd. Uh, you know, we, we'd be in line for baseball Hall of Fame induction, yeah, because that's what those guys have to do, and even they don't do it more. I mean, they if they do it three out of ten times, they're in the Hall of Fame. You know, so you can see yeah. how difficult it would it could be, and uh, so don't don't fall for that. I've got to uh, my position has got to be static, and my swing has got to change if you're hitting the ball in the wrong places.
2: Yeah, that's a tough one. Yeah, but yet we can set up some things statically differently at the beginning. Like, oh, we can move a ball a little bit here or there. Mm-hmm. Um, we could change one hand or the other hand and rotate it over or under the shaft a little bit more one way, and that changes the angle of all the things about club delivery. We could change the leg angles. We could change the upper body tilt. We could change a lot of little.
0: You know what I found out, man? After what's that? Hanging out with you for a while. What's that? simple change of, of moving back. Um, and I'm talking primarily with wedge wedge shots Uh of moving back from the ball about an inch farther than I would normally set up Mm -hmm. and I hit them much crisper and more accurately.
2: Isn't that amazing? It is. Some people are just too busy crowding their club. Yep. Got to give yourself that athletic space to flow in. Don't you?
0: oh yeah it's a beautiful thing man it's a beautiful I bet it even thing
2: feels good doesn't it
0: <laughs> and if it feels good do it yes yeah. i there's words to live by we'll be right back we are those weekend golf guys You know, an awful lot of golf courses stayed open during the whole COVID thing. But it's not just golf courses. A lot of businesses worked hard to stay open. And if you're one of those companies that stayed open during COVID, I have some great news for you. Government funds are available to reward companies who stayed open during that challenging time. It's not a loan. You don't have to pay it back. Your hard work to stay open could qualify you for up to $26,000 per employee at refundsasap.com. That's refundsasap.com. You heard that right. Up to $26,000 per employee. This program is complicated, but nobody knows more about it than the tax experts at refundsasap.com. You pay nothing up front. They do all the work. Then they share a percentage of the cash they get you. Businesses of all types, including nonprofits and churches, can qualify, including those who took PPP loans. If you have five or more employees, let RefundsASAP.com help you get up to $26,000 per employee. Visit RefundsASAP.com. That's RefundsASAP.com. RefundsASAP.com. It is us, John Ashton, Jeff Smith, those weekend golf guys. I understand that the uh, guys who jetted in from Virginia privately today, Jeff, were a little upset that they couldn't rent a Tesla to get to the
2: golf course. Reports of those things are uh, struggling after um, some flooding and whatnot in the hurricanes, right? And The yeah. batteries were exploding when they, you know, all that stuff. And now, apparently, they're having trouble finding enough places to charge them.
0: And uh, I, I was told that uh, the neighborhood I live in, there are already two electric vehicles. They just said The substation that that supplies the electricity to this subdivision could not handle more than one more electric car. Really? Entire subdivision. If there are more than three electric cars, nobody's getting charged without blowing fuses everywhere. Or excuse me, breakers. That shows you how old I am. They don't use fuses anymore. They're breakers now. Yeah. So that's another another drawback. Another reason not to live in California. But the good news is that if fewer people are living in California to play golf, then the greens fees are going to have to come down to entice people to come to California just to play golf. Just to
2: play golf. Yep. Look, that's a good thought. You know, here's how we do this. All right, so those weekend golf guys puts together a golf trip, mm-hmm. right? Now, keep in mind this will be hundred percent tax write off. So, okay. Right? So <laughs> for I'll us, or for everybody. Well, for us. Right? <laughs> okay. Right. We set up the fees. Mm -hmm. Right. You and I go and I do the teaching. Mm -hmm. We all do the playing. Mm -hmm. Somebody else picks up the the food tab. Uh, All the expenses are uh, tax deductible. Okay. I like my plan. I don't know if it's legal or if it works or what, (laughs) but I like my plan. This is the point where we
0: point out that we are not, we are not tax advisors. (laughs)
1: handle the uh, work
0: handle the rest accordingly (laughs) (laughs) yeah you may spend the rest of your life in jail but hey we'll have a fun week
2: Hey man! If check you need us to get out. a hold of us about this information, it is John at thoseweekendgolfguys.com.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Tell you what, uh, follow us uh, anytime you miss a show. You can always catch it at thoseweekendgolfguys.com. And again, it's Jeff Smith dot com or Jeff Smith Golf Instruction on the gram. You can reach me through Instagram John dot and uh, of course, we have a Facebook page. It is facebook.com slash golfguys. So. Uh, hopefully the weather's good in your neck of the woods. Uh, you got some Christmas gifts. You got the gift of golf. You got a little more better. Take the new, uh, the new clubs. Take the new balls. Take the new shoes and the new techniques. Go out and play some golf.